0: I really appreciate you responding to the Lord there and just letting the Lord have his way. He's a good God, isn't he? Amen. He's a good God to us. Praise God. Hallelujah. Again, thank you so much for coming this morning. May God richly bless you. Praise God. He does, doesn't he? Every day. Amen. Amen. Praise God. All right. All right. I want to turn today for our sermon, Judges chapter number 16. I'm not going to apologize. Sometimes I say this is a strange message for Sunday morning, but shouldn't nothing be strange out of the word of God, should it? But I have felt this so much for the last week and I really feel prompted that I need to say this today. Amen. Who knows, somebody may take it to heart and it just changed their whole future, amen. Judges 16, this is a very uh, familiar scripture here. Samson, I just wanna borrow a thought pattern from this if I can. And uh, this is the final days of uh, Samson's fall here where he is in uh, Delilah's lap his head's in Delilah's lap. And we know from uh, from reading our Bible that she had taunted him and tried him and he had yielded a few times and he had told her she wanted to know where his strength was and he'd tell her different things and she'd do it. And of course he wasn't telling her the truth. He'd bind her with ropes and Weave his hair and all kinds of things. But he was getting closer, wasn't he? And uh, so here we find this here in this last part, verse 16 of chapter 16 of Judges. Listen to what the scripture says here. And it came to pass when she pressed him daily with her words and urged him, so his soul was vexed unto death that he told her all of his heart and said unto her, there hath not came a razor upon my head for I have been a Nazarite unto God from my mother's womb. If I be shaven, then my strength will go from me and I shall become weak and be like any other man. And then Delilah saw that he had told her all of his heart. She sent and called for the lords of the Philistines saying, come up this once for he show me all of his heart. When the lords of the Philistines came up into her and brought money in their hand, we know the story, Hey, he made, she she done, done it. Shaved his head, he lost it all, didn't he? But I wanna preach this thought, if I can, just for a few minutes here this morning. You can't afford to do it again. You can't afford to do it again. In my mind this week, as I've been praying And just even going through the day, just odd times during the day, the Lord just would move on me and i just feel his spirit speaking to me. And it was this over and over and over, tell somebody not to do it again. Tell somebody they can't afford to do it again. So that's simply what I'm gonna preach to you today. If I can, And I I just pray and trust I can preach something to somebody's heart that you won't do it again. You won't go there again. You won't say that again. You won't commit to that again. Whatever it is, and I really feel like God is speaking to hearts today, and I'm sure we can all take account in our own lives there's some things I never wanna do again, don't you? I've done those things, and I realize that it, it was so close and I shouldn't have done it, you know? Have you ever been that place where somebody talked you into doing something you really felt bad about it, you know? Dry, jump off her one more time. You're like, boy, I don't have a good feeling about that. Now, come on, one more time. You're like, no, I better not do it. And you've jumped off of it a bunch of times, but you just had a bad feeling about it, you know? And uh, anybody ever done something like that? And all of a sudden, you've done it, and you wish you hadn't You know, boy, I should have listened to myself. I should have listened to that voice inside me. That's the way I will feel today. I feel like God has been dealing with our hearts, dealing with some souls here, dealing, I don't know who I'm speaking to today. I just, I feel that I would be giving God such injustice if I did not preach my heart to you this morning. And uh, who knows, somebody, somebody may be contemplating today. I don't know, maybe it's today, maybe it's next week. Just, I want you to be careful in the things that we do because the devil's not playing around with you. You know what? The devil's not, I'm not preaching today gloom and uh, doom and gloom. I'm not preaching judgment on you. I'm just, I'm trying to let you realize that there's some things we cannot afford to take a chance on. There are some things you cannot afford. Praise God. Sometimes it's that one more phone call. I believe I You know, I believe I'll call that person one more time. That may be a breaking point, friend. You know it? That might be a disaster. I feel like I can go do that one more time. You know, one more night on the town. One more date with that person. One more more, uh, indulging in that. I'm telling you, the devil doesn't play games with you. He plays for keeps. He plays for keeps, and I want you to know the graves are full of people that should have stopped, that should have stopped one opportunity before they did. I'm telling you, hell is full of good people that had to do it one more time. You know what I'm saying? Had to do it one more time. Praise God. And I want you to know, I mean, just as clear as I can say it here. And I've got to be honest with you. You know, one day I'm gonna stand before God. He's gonna He's gonna hold me accountable for every word that I say to you. Not those words I make up, <laughs> but He's gonna hold me accountable for everything that I've said and every intention, ever, ever, uh, ever. Uh, man, I could go on and on and on. You know, He's gonna hold me accountable. And so the things that I say to you, the things. I must, I must say the truth to you. And you know, and I, I want you to know there is, there is a miscalculation in what the Bible says and what man tells us sometimes. And the philosophy of life is this, as long as I'm pretty good, as long as I'm relatively good, everything's gonna be okay. Well, I want you to know, if you know it to do good and doeth it not, to you, it's sin. In other words, if I know not to do that and I go do it again, I am on purposely going and doing something. Well, I want you to know: if you're out there and you know better than to go do that, you go, you go do it again, and uh, and and all of a sudden you die in that. I'm telling you, friend, you're going to have problems when you get to the pearly gates. You're going to have problems. Amen. Is that not truth? That is truth, friend. Praise God. I know people that swore off of, of drugs and all of a sudden they, oh, I'm going to go do it one more time. You know, I've heard, we've heard people standing tests right here. You know, the devil tried to get them to do it one more time. You know what? I've, I've noted people that, that said this and, and, and they did not make it back. They went out into eternity. I'm going to put that soul in God's hands, friend. I hope they had time to pray through. But if they didn't and they died in that state, the Bible said, as the tree falleth, there it shall lie. In other words, you can't change it. You can't pay a priest enough. You can't beg God enough. You can't change it. That's the way it's gonna stand throughout eternity. And so it's very vital. It's very, I'm not, we're not having church just to play games, you know, and we're not trying to, I'm not trying to read the word of God to play games with you or anything like that. And I didn't, I don't want this to get so serious here, you know, in a way that you feel like I'm pounding on you because I'm not, I'm just here trying my best to deliver what's on my soul today. And I'll tell you what, thank God, this is what I can get from this. I'm not a very smart person, but I do calculate some thoughts here. If God is trying to warn you to keep you from doing it again, thank God there's hope. There is hope. Woo, hallelujah. Aren't you glad there's hope? So this story is with hope today. I hate to hear stories that I know it's gonna turn out bad, don't you? I know and I'm just waiting on it and there's nothing I can do about it. But i am tell you what, there's something we can do about this story. There's something I can do different and that's the way God does. He comes to us not with condemnation, not with no relief, but he comes to us with conviction. Conviction always offers hope, always offers a way out. I want you to know, friend, you can't afford to do something again if God says no because there comes a time that it's going to cost you everything there's gonna be that moment where it does cost you everything. You keep dating that person, it's gonna eventually cost you everything. You, and if God says no, you got to listen to what God's saying. If God said, don't say that, don't go there, don't do that, don't think that, don't don't move in it. Whatever God's saying no to, friend, I just want to ask you today, would you please listen to his voice? Don't listen to self. Don't let your self-pride overrun you. Don't let peer pressure affect you. Don't let people persuade you. Listen to God. He knows what he's saying. And he comes to you with hope and help. He comes to you with opportunity that's golden. He's coming to you with things that are true. And I want you to know God, he is forced at the end to judge our hearts accordingly to our decisions. People say so many times, how can a loving God throw anybody into hell? He don't. You throw yourself there. You put yourself there. He tries over and over and over. He come and died, hung on a cross. He does it all. He paid everything he could pay. He made it just as easy as you just saying a few words. Wow. Hallelujah. Just as easy as he can. When you don't obey him, when you go ahead and do your own things, he is forced to abide by his principles and his laws, isn't he? Hallelujah. Praise God. So I want to think about this Samson here. I want you to think about the feeling that he had here. You know, we're all human. We're all, we all deal with the same feelings, uh, you know, pretty much. And so could you imagine the feeling that Samson had as he laid in the lap of this lady? Could you imagine the thoughts that was going through his mind and through his heart? Could you imagine the first time is probably kind of fun, you know? And then all of a sudden he woke up and uh, he's tied up with just what he said. I'm telling you, he wasn't a dumb man, surely. And he thought, ooh, I better be careful here. Anybody ever felt that caution? Anybody ever felt that feeling that, ooh, I shouldn't have done that. That wasn't good. You know, that right there, Hmm. You know what? Lots of times we do that, don't we? How many times have you felt that way? And you do something, and all of a sudden you walk out of that room and you've had that, you've had that uh communication there, and all of a sudden you're like, boy, that wasn't good. I, I don't need to do that no more. I don't need to say that no more. I don't need to go that far. I don't, don't need to, I don't need to proclaim, you know, whatever the example is that I'm trying to use. I wonder how he felt. You know, he felt the same way as we do. You know, he woke up and he thought, especially after the second time, especially after the third time. Man, I'd been, I'd have had the jitterbugs by then, wouldn't you? You know, I'd have jumped up and ran, wouldn't you? No, you wouldn't. Somebody wouldn't, because somebody ain't ran yet. Praise God. Somebody hadn't ran yet, because God's want to speak to hearts today. Somebody's not running. Somebody's not running from what they feel in their heart. Somebody feels the uneasiness. Somebody feels, hey, that's not what God wants right there. Hallelujah! Praise God! You know what? I know people that says when I get Holy Ghost filled or Spirit filled, my friend, I'm telling you, it, you know, it, you know, if you've been there and you've done that and your uh, your Spirit filled to the max, I'll tell you what. I've done things that I shouldn't have done, and I thought, you know, you know, have you? Boy, that's a weird feeling right there. The intensity is very great. What I'm saying is, we never get above the place in a relationship with God that we don't have that uneasy feeling when we do something we shouldn't do. And thank God those feelings are there. And Samson no doubt had those feelings. He had those feelings, yet we see him lay right back down in the, her lap again. Lay right back down. I tell you what. Could you imagine God in His in His righteousness and His love, and you know He loves Samson. My, He loves every human being because He makes us all in His image. Praise God! Every boy, every girl, every man is a woman. You are made in the image of God. Thank God He loves you with all Hallelujah! The love that's beyond our understanding. He loves us. Thank God He loves us. He loves Samson. Could you imagine the heart of God when He when He put that feeling inside of him and He laid back down in her lap again? Come on, man! What are you thinking? You know, and I I have a feeling that's the way he thinks about us sometimes when we go back and we we touch that again and we, we let that enter into our heart again and we indulge in that again. Hallelujah. And oh, I wanna just grab Samson, don't you, and just shake him and say, man, I've read the rest of the story. I know what's gonna turn out. And let me tell you something, man. Come on, man, wake up, wake up. You know what? That's the way God wants to do some of us and that's what he's trying to do this morning. He's trying to say, hey, I know what the future is. I know what the plan is. I'm telling you, it's not good, it's bad. It's gonna destroy, it's gonna harm, it's gonna affect you and I'm putting this feeling inside of your heart. I'm putting this uncomfortable feeling there. I'm putting this regret. I'm putting this weird sensation inside your heart uh, uh, saying, hey, you're alive to the fact that that's not good for your life. That's not good for you. That's gonna bring you forth harm. I not you to know, Samson had that feeling, uh, yet he went back one more time. He went back, well, I tell you what, the enemy, his greatest plan is, uh, is to hope and help and try his best to get you indulged one more time. But Samson, he did, he went back one more time. One more time. That's God, that's God working there. That's God putting that feeling in your heart. That's God speaking to you. I'm telling you, friend, I'm back to that same thing that I've been harping on. You've got to listen to the voice of God speaking in our hearts. You've got to hear God. He will not lead you wrong. He will not tell you wrong. Preacher, I feel bad about that. Get away from it then. Preacher, I don't feel good doing that. Don't do it no more then. My, don't let the grace and the love of God be vain in your life. Let it mean something. Let it bring us to the place of repentance. Let it bring us to the place of growth. Thank God. But on the other hand, look at the force that he faced. She pressed him daily. She pressed him daily. Man, wore him out. Anybody ever been wore out by the devil? Daily, pressed him daily. Oh, I feel the Lord here today. Woo! thank you, Jesus. She pressed him daily. The Bible says, hallelujah, she urged him. That pressure, that pressure. Are you feeling pressure from the enemy? Are you feeling pressure from the devil? The enemy of your soul. The Bible says it vexed his soul unto death. My, whoo, she had him where, I want you to know that sometimes devils has just where he wants us. He pushes us over and over. you saying, praise God, if he wouldn't tip me, I wouldn't do it. If he wouldn't keep, if it wasn't on my mind all the time, I'm telling you what, friend, you gotta fight what's in your mind. You gotta win what's in your mind. Hallelujah. Hey, She pressed him daily. That pressure, my soul, she wore him out. I'll tell you what, has the enemy been wearing you out this week? Has he been wearing you out last week? Does he keep prompting you and keep talking to you? Hallelujah. And they keep just agging it on and keep keep just uh, taunting you. Hallelujah. Been that place, I was talking about a while ago where those Friends around you just keeps nagging you and nagging you and nagging you. Uh, Hallelujah, over and over and over. And finally, you go back one more time and all of a sudden, it costs you way more. There's pressure we're facing in our mind. Thank God for the feelings of uneasiness. But what about the outward pressure that comes to us daily? Samson was facing that daily pressure every day, every day on him every day. Never let up. Never ease up. Is the devil ever let up on you? No, he don't. The only time the devil lets up on you is when you submit yourself unto God and resist him. How do you know? Because that's what the Bible says. It says if you'll resist him and submit yourself therefore unto the Lord, he will flee from you. He will flee from you Come on, friend. The only way I'm gonna get relief from the devil is I'm not gonna get relief when I surrender. I'm gonna get relief when I submit myself unto God wholeheartedly, and I resist him. Praise God, and I keep on resisting him. Keep on resisting him. The Bible says he has to flee. He has to leave after a while. Thank God, aren't you glad there's relief in God? Last of all, I want you to see the failure that he faced. Samson went back one more time. He done it one more time. The story would have been so much better, wouldn't it, if you'd have stopped right there. You know what? The trophies of God's grace that you see that looks like there's somebody special are simply this. Somebody didn't go back one more time. Somebody didn't do it one more time. Ooh, hallelujah. Wouldn't you love our stories to be, I stopped just in time. God pulled me out just in time. God rescued me just in time. If I'd have went one more time, there's no telling what would have happened. If I'd have done that one more time, and no telling what would have cost me. Hallelujah, there's families, that's busted, plumbed to pieces today. Right now, kids are scattered everywhere. Why? Because somebody didn't stop. Somebody didn't stop. The failure that he faced. Wow. Samson was reduced so much in his life. Humiliating, humiliating labor. He was put to grind. He was put to grind because it was a showcase deal. It was a mockery. It was a hum. Is that what the devil's doing to us? That's what the devil wants to do to you. He wants to make a spectacle out of you. He wants to make a laughing stock out of you. He wants to bring you down to where other people laugh at you. Hallelujah. You know what? I hate failure, just to be honest with you. I hate it when I see people fail. But you know what bothers me most is when somebody makes fun of somebody that's fallen. I can't stand that. I really can't. I want to do something, but there's a lot of times I can't do nothing. I want you to see this right here, and this is not to belittle any gender, but this was normally a woman's labor grinding, grinding the meal. It was a woman's labor in that day. Praise God. And so it meant more than, it changed his identity. He was a warrior and now he's doing slavery as a woman slave. You know? And if it'd been a woman, it somehow changed it to, You know what the devil wants to do? He wants to destroy your identity. He wants to destroy what God made you to be. He wants to take away what God has purposed for you. Praise God. I'm telling you, I really believe that if we could understand what God's got in store for us, we would never fall to the devil's lies. We would never be destroyed in that way. Samson never realized what they were gonna do to him you think he would have done it? I dare say he wouldn't have done it. But he never could see to this place, that the devil was gonna destroy him, that his enemy was gonna devour him. The devil's gonna bring him down to where he wasn't a man no more. He wasn't what God meant for him to be. I want you to know the devil wants to destroy you in such a way that you're not a woman of God anymore. You're not a man of God no more. He wants to destroy you in a way that what you were purposed to be can never happen. All it takes is you going back and do it one more time. One more time. One more time. I wonder today, I would, I would just about guarantee you that there's hearts in this house right now. I know there is. There's hearts in this house that you have been tempted to do something one more time. And I want you to know God's trying to speak to you, God's trying to show you. It's a trap. It's a trap. It's a trap, oh praise God. If I could somehow turn it around You're gonna stand And you're gonna sing And you're gonna think He is a healer He is a savior He is somebody that helped me He pulled me out of the clutches Hallelujah Oh if you just make up your mind today That you're not gonna follow that road That you're not gonna do that uh, You're not gonna go there I want you to know the devil Wants to take everything God meant for you And turn it for evil Hallelujah What is the perfect remedy preacher How can I Don't do it again. Listen to what God's saying. Listen to what God's trying to do for you. Praise God. And if you're doing it right now, get out as quick as you can. Quit doing it as fast as you can. Get away, hallelujah. Get as far from it as you can. Make up your mind, I'm not gonna do it. The prisons are full today of people that just done it one more time. knew they shouldn't have done it but they done it one more. I've heard them tell me. He used to preach in prisons quite a bit. I'm telling you what I heard story after story. I knew better to go to that party. I knew better. I don't know why I went Man. Hallelujah. I read one here just the other day, and I think I read this. I don't think I met this one. But it was in a, It was pretty local in a prison. And this boy, good boy, raised in church all of his life. Good boy. Somebody asked him to go to a certain place with them for some reason. And he went. He said, I knew better. I knew not to go. I didn't, I knew something bad was going to happen. And he sets in prison because he was tied into a murder. God's not trying to hold you back from something good. The feeling in your heart is not him trying to destroy your happiness and just cause you to be in neglect and want. He's trying to save you from a life of hurt. He's trying to save you from a life of pain. Wouldn't it have been awesome if you could have been an evangelist in the life of Samson? Wouldn't it have been awesome if you could have knocked on that door and Samson would have come to the door and he was laying down for the last time in Delilah's lap? Wouldn't it have been awesome to be a missionary right then? Wouldn't it have been awesome to be a church? Wouldn't it have been awesome to be a Christian man that realized? Christian woman, Samson, you don't understand, man. If you do that, something's gonna bad happen to you. Sounds like, you serious? You really believe that's God? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna believe God's right. I'm gonna go with you. He walks out of the house, you go home. Wouldn't the story have been so much different? Yet, no doubt, God sent Samson many warnings no doubt there was a feeling in his heart that said, Samson, you better get out of here. Samson, don't do this. Samson, she's gonna get you. Wake up, Samson. Look at the ropes. Look at the braids. Don't do it again. God's speaking to your heart. Boy, I feel the Lord here today. God's speaking to your heart. You've got to listen to God. If you don't listen to God, He's going to destroy you. He's going to take away your identity. He's going to take away what the potential God wants to do to your life. And I want you to know, says Cindy, come. You say, Well, God can do it. God can raise me up. God can restore me. Yeah, but let me tell you something literally. The tree can live again, can it? I know it can. But once it's cut off at the stump, I've seen them grow out the side, big old beautiful trees, haven't you? But they never are quite what it was intended to be. They're never quite the tree that it was designed to be. Now, there's people that I know that live beautiful lives. God's done so much for them. But think of what you could have done if you didn't have to suffer the scars that's on your life right now. Now, I can't change none of that in my life in your life. But, oh, can't we try to help somebody else? Can't we preach to somebody else and say, don't do what I did? You listen to God You listen to God, and God will be faithful to you. Could we stand today? Could we pray together, precious Lord? We stand in your presence today, God. Lord, there's no doubt in my mind that you've dealt with me over and over and over and over and over this week to preach this sermon. And again this morning, and again just a few minutes ago, Lord, you was moving on my heart to preach what you told me to say. Lord, I've delivered it the best I can, Lord. And Lord, I ask you to forgive me, Lord, that I didn't get to say it as like you told me. I feel like I fell short, God, but Lord, let your spirit move in their hearts. God, I pray today that you'd forgive us for letting the devil take us the way he has. I pray, Lord, that you have mercy on us in grace. Give us an Wonderful opportunity today, God. And I thank you for that, God. To turn from our ways and turn from what's going on to follow you with all of our heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, I feel the Lord here today. I'm telling you, God's trying to talk to somebody.